0: The following presentation is brought to you by the Realm Network. Hi everybody, this is pro wrestling legend Jim Cornette and you're listening to The Rough House. Behold, a podcast for the ages. Recorded live from the interdimensional terror vortex of their subterranean dwellings comes the Roughhouse Podcast version 3.0. Two galactic warriors put down their war hammers and battle axes to perform a more noble task. Complaining about professional wrestling on internet purchased microphones. Now with more Simpsons references and Kota Ibushi thirst. This is the Rough House podcast with Marty and Christoph.
1: Hello everybody and welcome to the Rough House podcast, uh episode 234, 234. Oh
2: hey, we're sequential guys. Yeah, for June. That's not going to happen for a 21. while. Yeah. If, if ever <laughs> again.
1: <laughs> what about 345, we'll you know, in, a, hey, in a brisk
2: 2 years and change. That's uh let's Let's not uh, let's not <laughs> let's not pull out our jump to conclusion mats just yet, friend. Uh, this that's a that's a lot of that's a lot of time. I, is okay. So yes, Chris. this. We, oh, I'm Marty the Ru- by the way, and that's Chris. Yeah, I'm Chris. Um, the Roughhouse Podcast might be one of the longest running wrestling podcasts in podcasts.
1: Uh, it's got to be it's, up there. When, it's when been over ten years, the, I think. Yeah, the original, the original, right. original. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's definitely got to be up there. I mean, I'm trying to think what else would be its rival. Uh, you, I, I mean, you've got the uh, Wrestling Observer family of shows, like you know, Wrestling Observer Radio, Wrestling Observer mm-hmm. Live, and um, the Brian and Vinny Show.
2: Um, Maybe Wade Keller has yeah, been around Wade longer. Keller
1: probably has something longer. <laughs>
2: Uh, but we we predate all the Conrad stuff, all the yes. all those podcast ones, Stone Cold, Jericho, JR mm-hmm. shows. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I mean, we're kind of it's weird. Not to <laughs> say that it's, you know, it's not sad in <laughs> one way or another. <laughs> Cuz it is a little bit. Yes. But uh you know what, it's whereas I feel and I don't know, and I apologize if you don't feel the same way, Marty. Um it's just a fun little fun little hobby at this yeah, point. Yeah, no, no, no. You know, that's, I'm not that's, trying to get rich off this thing.
1: That's a hundred percent what it is. It is it is a fun <sighs> period of time for you and me to to catch up and and chat the pro res. And yeah. uh, I occasionally make a blunder that I have to publicly apologize for, as I will do in just a moment. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Yeah, I, I I misspoke last week. So How dare to, you to, to publicly address that one?
2: Oh yeah, uh, can't wait to yeah. roll rake you over the coals for that.
1: <laughs> it's the most minor thing, and really, uh, it's not my fault. You'll you'll understand well, when we get. It there. won't
2: be minor after I'm done with it.
1: <laughs> oh shit! Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, no, no. This this is this is something fun. We don't take it seriously. We uh, uh, there there are certainly uh, other folks in this game who feel they need to have gimmicks. Yeah. or uh that they themselves are some type of worker uh we are not Brother. that uh no. we 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 have a, we have uh marginally formed opinions uh about the world of professional wrestling that are willing to fold like a deck of cards at any given moment and that is the roughhouse promise to you
2: I mean, <laughs> unless it's unless it's shit talking Cody Rhodes, in which yeah, case no. you know we're yeah. pretty much justified uh, <laughs> with liberty and justice for all. But um, <laughs> yeah, it, it's 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 just it's 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 an hour hour and a half of yeah. our week where you know I, I used to. Here's the here's the thing. Like this thing yeah. could have gone away a long time ago, long before you even yeah. uh, came on board, Marty. But I wanted. I wanted to orchestrate a time where I got to see Justin (laughs) one-on-one. Right, right. Exactly. So I made this podcast like this thing. And, you know, at one point we were doing three episodes a week. I don't know if you remember that.
1: I do. I was an avid listener then.
2: Yes. Yeah. Just because I I wanted some one-on-one time with my guy. And now, you know, I enjoy – like we spent 15, 20 minutes just bullshitting before we even hit record this morning. Yes. I, I enjoy having a one-on-one time with you, my dear friend.
1: Oh, right back at you, buddy. It's a mutual admiration society here today. Cheers. Um, which means, of course, it's time to get grumpy and talk about... I can't let that play out for more than, like, two seconds. This poppy theme is awful, man.
2: Uh, what? It's weird, because at first it's like Paramore, and then yes. it turns into fucking um, mayhem. Screaming. <laughs> yeah, screaming? <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah. It's, it's, it goes full, like, you know... Blizzard
1: screaming, by the way, they'll be on the second
2: stage of Maryland Death Fest this year. Uh, hey, don't you be smirch Maryland Death Fest. No, okay? I'm not. I'm just saying
1: that name would fit in perfectly on one mm-hmm. of the side
2: stages. Mm-hmm. They're they're playing at the they're they're playing on the soundstage stage, I
1: think, actually. <laughs> um, but yeah, NXT they they had themselves a takeover this past Sunday. Um, they had themselves uh, a pretty big change on Monday. And uh, apparently they're about to lose both their champions. Um, <laughs> it's a, it's a better week for NXT. So uh, NXT TakeOver In Your House was a fine show. Uh, that That's really the highest praise I can give it. Had an opening six-man tag with Bronson Reed and MSK uh, going against Legado Del Fantasma. Super okay. fun match, uh, including uh, a moment where uh, Bronson Reed uh, shoved uh, Escobar... Uh, through the barricade which was okay. dope as hell um but unsurprisingly reed and msk1 retaining their titles and here what? is where i make my public apology mm. santos escobar is not the nxt cruisador champion Kushida is oh shit you're right i had even forgotten about that i had forgotten about it as well <laughs> shout out listener mo <laughs> for simply tweeting a gif <laughs> Of the new NXT Cruisador champion Kushida at us. Ah, <laughs> uh,
2: that's what that meant. Okay. So I never even... Uh,
1: that's uh, my bad. Um, I never even...
2: I didn't even put that together. Yeah, okay.
1: I, I completely forgot that happened. Now, I will argue in my defense, what does it say about the current state of NXT that is a champion there? Yeah. And I should be, by all rights, doing backflips about that. And For I sure. forgot it happened.
2: Yeah. Uh, Wow. Okay. All right. So uh did uh did Wesley get the uh pinfall on uh on somebody from El Lagarto de Fantasma or was it uh, no, no, was it no, Big it was, Bronson uh, boy? B- big b- Beefy Bronson.
1: Yeah, Big Beefy Bronson, Triple B. Hey.
2: Uh hey. <laughs> hey Goodest question, fella. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. He uh he got the pin with the Tsunami Splash, which I feel like will get renamed after some sort
2: of international tragedy. Natural but. disaster. Yeah. I mean, you know, it may happen.
1: Um, also on the, the show time, time. uh LA Knight became the million dollar champion. Uh, this is
2: beating, Eli Yes, well, former well, Eli Drake. Well, Eli Drake. And yes. then, then there's JD Drake on, on AEW, on right? AEW, yes. I get I get it, I there's too many <laughs> fucking wrestlers. Can we, can we can we can we pump the brakes on wrestlers for a while? Like guys. try
1: trying, man.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying in general, perhaps like you know, or at least for the
1: longest time, I thought it was ridiculous that like Shane Helms had to become Gregory Helms because Vince McMahon was like, ah, people get confused. You might have a point.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't like to a- admit when Vince McMahon is right. Yeah, uh, by any circumstance, but I think in this case. Possibly, there's too many people with similar names. I guess maybe you know, come up with a new name, make up a new name. You know, look at the side of the ship, see U.S. Navy, and make Uznavi out of it. I don't know. (laughs) Figure figure something out to make make a new name, or you know, just add a housing to it. I don't fucking know. It's 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 confusing uh, to feeble minded people like myself. I just I cannot grasp. I'm, I'm, I'm fucking Kelly Bundy cramming for the exam and one more piece of information just pushes the most important piece of information out of my head. OK, <laughs> that's that's what's happening Wrong. right here.
1: Chris ingests uh, in <laughs> Chris ingests information like burgers are made in the game
2: burger time. It's
1: just on top, on top, on top, on top. And if there's too much, oh. it all falls to shit.
2: I may still own, I can't see from it, I may still own Burger Time for the NES on the shelf behind me here. Bless you may, if you do. I think I do. You Quality think anybody game. will pay for that?
1: Quality game. Um, I'll
2: happily sell it if anybody wants it. Yeah. My NES doesn't work.
1: At Roughhouse SGW. For yeah. For that and go. exclusively that, not... not I also have
2: Captain Skyhawk, but I will not sell Captain Skyhawk, because that game is the tits. <laughs> Especially if you had the advantage like I did. The NES advantage. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. <sighs> The old arcade joystick situa- situation.
1: <laughs> I For a second, I thought you meant the uh, really kind of awesome NES cover band, The Advantage. Um,
2: <laughs> Did not know they existed. Okay, uh,
1: they're they're awesome. Uh, I think that's the one with the drummer from Hella, and uh, they, okay, they fucking roll. Like, it's not like, oh, look, we have keyboards or a modded Game Boy, and we're gonna make like beat for beat like they sound like yeah. fucking crazy math rock songs they're amazing okay all right so um,
2: they're not straight they're adjacent to power glove who kind of yes, bring the yes, uh, they, they the, the metal tinge to it all exactly love exactly. me some power glove um so anyway we,
1: uh yeah uh la Knight is the uh million dollar champion
2: does he have shoes that blink uh not yet how so does that not should. fucking happen that's like the most obvious thing ever
1: well i i think we're confusing la gear and british knights here
2: no. Why you got to correct me on this shit? I don't know. I don't. <laughs> she was the Blink <laughs> from the 90s. Okay. I feel like he should have them.
1: Well, I, I, it certainly would Is he British? Be... No. Okay. No, he's from Maryland, actually. What? Yeah. Eli Drake, originally from our backyard. Huh. Did he yeah. come up in NCW? I don't believe he did. Um, let me see. Eli Drake. Uh, I know dick all about this guy. Let's see. I don't think he started here, but I think he was born here. Okay. Yeah, born in Hagerstown. Okay, um, good old Hager's Bush. Frederick uh, County. Percent. But he started in uh, Heartland Wrestling in um, uh, Ohio. So he
2: he, Ohio, went, Ohio. he went to Ohio. Ohio to train. Okay, Cleveland Rocks, President yeah, of the United States of America, Drew Carey Show. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to associate everything today with random pop culture shit. That's It's no different of the day. than
1: any other episode of the show, Chris.
2: What are you talking about? <laughs> so focused all the time. Just bleeding my heart into my love of pro wrestling, which is waning at best right now.
1: So NXT uh, takeover in your house was main evented by a fatal five. Todd, oh. well, uh, Todd Pettengill actually was one of the most delightful parts of the show, if I'm honest. Uh, he, he seemed to be having the time of his life.
2: Oh, I just lost my Skype. Are you there? Yeah, I'm still here. OK, all right. Yeah, right.
1: You're, <laughs> you're still with me.
2: All right. The screen just totally went away. But OK, cool.
1: Weird. <laughs> um, I didn't
2: even touch th- anything,
1: but, uh, we had an NXT, uh, championship fatal five way carrying cross defending against Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, Johnny Gargano, and Pete Dunn. Mm-hmm. Um, this match was actually really good, uh, for the most part. Um, but like I said last week, th- those four guys could have a good match around me and we're going at right. least four stars. Um, Chris, what do you think the finish was? now i've lost him there he is oh did i lose him again what is happening this isn't good hey hey (laughs) all right let's try this again um thank you skype for uh being a wonderful piece of technology that allows the world to communicate oh shit spoiler alert Mm. You're getting an audio only version this week. Sorry, folks. Um as I was saying, so the main event of NXT Takeover in your house was a five way for mm. the NXT well, championship. Well. Uh carrying cross, defending against Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, yeah. Johnny Gargano, and Pete Dunne. It was a uh, it was a good match. Uh okay. it, it felt aggressively like it should have perhaps been a TV main event, but it was a good match. Mm-hmm. Um Chris do you want to guess what the finish was?
2: Uh I mean cross 1 to my recollection mm-hmm. so he either pinned or submitted somebody, right? That's kind of how they work.
1: Uh well, he not only uh submitted, well he they did a, a ref stoppage uh okay. with Kyle O'Reilly fading uh in the cross jacket, which is ca- uh carrying crosses. Excuse me, Chicken wing. hold. Yes. Uh and um He then proceeded to uh, pile up the four competitors on top of each other, Roman Reigns style. Oof. Yeah. So what could have been an interesting way of building feuds and making things interesting, perhaps setting up a succession of challenges Uh for Cabin Cross. Instead, he beat and stood tall over everyone.
2: I mean, that's I mean, I know the word burial is kind of tossed around willy nilly these days. Right. But if one guy is going to stack up your four other four of your other top guys in your brand like that, that's that's not a good outlook for those four guys.
1: Yeah, it really isn't very good. But uh, that uh, led into NXT on Tuesday uh, at the end of the show on Sunday night, an interviewer caught up with William Regal and William Regal Mm. said he's never seen so much bedlam in NXT and that Such it was time great, great for word, a great word, just not
2: used much anymore.
1: Yes. Bedlam. Very good. Yeah. Uh, but he said it was time for a change, and that change was revealed early on on NXT on Tuesday as joining the management, uh, he's called an enforcer, but I like to think of him more as the official NXT pit boss, uh, S- Joey Samoa himself, Samoa Joe, making his NXT return. So... We can extrapolate, Yeah, we can extrapolate a, a few things here. Um, one, probably more injured than any of us were hoping for. Uh, two, uh, now going to be more of a Regal-esque role on the show. Although he made it very clear to William Regal that he did not want Regal's job. Okay. He said he's willing to be an enforcer. <clears throat> he's willing to be physical when necessary. But two things he made clear. One, he is not the GM two he will not wrestle i feel like i feel i feel like it's work i i feel like it too, if only because they cut two angles with him on tuesday one where he got in the face of carrying cross
2: right that's the main reason yeah
1: the other was him choking out adam cole like a little tiny baby backstage which was amazing uh, yeah. Including William Regal having his look on his face like this is the greatest decision I've ever made.
2: Right. Um,
1: yeah. But if he's not going to wrestle, what a way to make everybody in your company look like a fucking chump.
2: Yeah. And, you know, my reasoning is you just made your, you know, four challengers look like chumps on yes. Sunday night at the end of Takeover. So then you bring out, you know, I, I was going to ask the question of who's next uh, or who could be, you know, the next challenger for cross uh, with people down in NXT or maybe somebody coming back down as a shocker or something like that. I don't fucking know. But then yeah. Joey Samoe comes up and you get that that big stare down. If you're going to do a big stare down like that between yeah. cross and and Joey Samoe and not have a match, that's kind of fucked. I yeah, mean, it, it's <laughs> kind of up there
1: with like the handful of times they had Austin and CM Punk interact
2: Right. On WWE programming. If yeah.
1: you're going to tease that and not pay it off, man, don't fucking do it.
2: Yeah. Don't uh, blue ball me on that. I mean, yeah. you know. So I feel like maybe this is a, uh, you know, a, a stopgap. Maybe Joe is – Close to being cleared, and needs a little bit more time. And this is something to keep him, you know, in get, keep some uh, some irons in the fire as things get there. And then, you know, you know how these things go. Eventually, somebody gets provoked enough that they're gonna, you know, yeah,
1: they they get they get pushed too far, spring into
2: action, yeah. and and take uh, matters yeah. into their own hands. And five other cliches that apply there. Yeah. Um, so that's that's where that's what I'm thinking this is going to go. Um, but again, I haven't really been paying attention to the product as the past, uh, 15 minutes have shown you. So (laughs) (laughs) what the fuck do I know?
1: That said, I don't think Cross is long for this world. Uh, neither is Bronson Reed because both were working dark matches at SmackDown on Friday. Now, I just want to sort of take apart a few different things here. One is I get it. It, it should be that your champions are in line to go to the main roster mm-hmm. one why are they having dark matches before a show that no one attends thank you two why do they need dark matches when they have a fucking TV show that they're on every week
2: thank you <laughs> That's, those are going to be my exact fucking questions. What?
1: What? It's not as if they were working different gimmicks. It'd be different if, you know, he was the big grumpy baby Bronson Reed or something. And Carrying Cross was, you know, wearing a fucking hat with a propeller on his head or something like, you know, where they have to style? show that they can Bieber work cleavage? the new character. Yeah. Like, yeah, pardon. then I get it. But no, they're the same guys. Like what? You fucking know what they are. Watch your show. You have hours of footage of these guys.
2: God How dare you think that Vince McMahon is going to watch NXT? How <laughs> dare you think that? Fair point.
1: Fair point. And I have another NXT point in a moment um, that uh, has to do with the main roster. Uh, but I'll, I'll I'll get to that when we talk about WWE proper. One more thing about uh, NXT this week. So Kishida is now doing this uh, open challenge for the Crusader title gimmick, which uh-huh. is totally cool. Uh, totally into it. Uh, it. Had Blake Christian from Game Changer Wrestling make his uh, mm-hmm. debut. Uh, he lost clean as hell uh, under the new name Trey Baxter, which sounds like he should be in a pop punk band. The A X T E R, like Baxter Stockman. Yes, Trey okay. Baxter. Um,
2: okay.
1: But uh, they were doing this whole gimmick about how Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly are—they're going to be throwing down uh, in a few weeks on uh, July sixth. Uh, for NXT's Great American Bash. Um, okay. So they made this whole to do about how next week uh, Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly, you know, on the road to the Great American Bash, we're going to choose each other's opponents. So why the fuck did Kyle O'Reilly come out and challenge Kushida for the Cruisador title next week? <laughs> like, I, I want to see that match. I've seen that match and it's awesome.
2: Sure. Yeah. But
1: like, does anyone edit
2: this? <laughs> Well, you're gonna lose a star because it's not in the Tokyo Dome, but <laughs> well, still, it's gonna fair be, fair <laughs> it's gonna be. You know, Starting I'm, at four. <laughs> that, that's gonna be uh, that's gonna be a great match. I mean, especially if they let those two guys go out there and do what they do. Um, I, I can't speak to the match quality of NXT recently because I again don't watch. But uh, but yeah, that that makes in regards to the Cole and O'Reilly stuff makes about zero sense. And why after all this? After everything that's happened, why are they still kind of in each other's orbits?
1: Because they have no idea what to do with these guys if they don't go to the main roster. That's really what it boils down to. Um, I will say another positive for NXT this week. They had a tag match, which was Timothy Thatcher and Tommaso Ciampa against Grizzly Young Vets. That was awesome. But again, here's guys who should be doing something, anything,
2: but they aren't. Do you see Timothy, Timothy Thatcher ever on the main roster?
1: No. Oh, no, 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 no. no. But I I'm, so I'm just either. saying, like, Champa, Gristle, Young Vets, like, fucking throw them on the main roster and do something with them. I mean, for as good as SmackDown has been, it could use a storyline that is something other than Roman Reigns is grumpy with his cousins.
2: Yeah, I mean that's, but that's been indicative of of WWE for years now. They have this massive collection of people, and they use the same eight every week in in differing, you know, uh, stories. Well, it's funny you say that. Let's go ahead and very quickly talk about them.
0: The World Wrestling Federation. Gas. For over fifty years,
1: the revolutionary force in sports. Sports entertainment. entertainment. So Ava Marie made her debut on Monday.
2: <laughs> oh yeah,
1: and by Ava Marie. Making her debut. I mean, she came out. Piper Niven's with her. Mm -hmm. Piper Niven worked the match. Piper Mm -hmm. Niven got the pin. Piper Niven was never addressed by name. Okay. And the match technically was won by Ava Marie.
2: That's not how wrestling works, guys.
1: It's not how wrestling works. And also, why the fuck are the commentators sitting there going like, who is this woman? We have no idea who she is. When it's your fucking fit,
2: brand, Marty. Are you are you expecting Vince Look, McMahon? NXT and...
1: UK is an absolute garbage fire that no one, and I mean no one, watches. You could give away winning lottery numbers on NXT UK, and no one will watch that shit. <laughs> uh, but if you are spending the money that you are to have an entire brand and literally wipe out an entire indie scene, yeah, and spend. Let's say a few million on making that happen. Shouldn't you at least address its, its fucking existence and be like, oh, we've seen this woman. She's run roughshod on on NXT UK, which you can see on Peacock every Thursday or whatever the fuck it airs.
2: Just, yes. Yes. Like, that's what you should do. It, yeah, 100%. That's what you should do. But again, this is this is the WWE we're talking about, but nothing they do makes fucking sense. Well,
1: at, at least we have a pay per view tonight. It's Hell in the Cell, and of course, it's going to be headlined by Roman Reigns against Rey Mysterio. Uh, okay, sorry oh, about that. Uh, it, it, that that match was going to headline Hell in the Cell tonight on the award-winning WWE Network by way of the award-nominated Peacock. Uh, it, instead, on Thursday, fucking three days before the show. They announced that the Hell in a Cell match between Roman Reigns and Rey Mysterio Jr. was going to main event Friday night SmackDown.
2: I and I you sent me the text of that happening, of like the announcement of that. And I didn't realize it was still going to be a hell in a cell match happening on SmackDown until like that afternoon. I was scrolling through Twitter like tonight, Rey Mysterio, Hell in a Cell on SmackDown. I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. The pay-per-view that you know, is themed around that match is happening this Sunday. Yes. Yet they move the headlining match from said pay-per-view with that stipulation to SmackDown. Yes. Okay. Zero fucking sense made there. Uh, unless they're trying to <laughs> pop a rating or Roman Reigns was like, Hey, I don't feel like working on Sunday. Um, so can we do this on Friday instead? And Vince, you know, after he, you know, uh, took it out of his mouth and swallowed said, yes, sir. Absolutely. <laughs> Apparently, um, the
1: reasoning behind this, according to, to Dave Meltzer on Wrestling Observer Radio this morning, was, and I know you're going to love this theory, Chris. Oh, boy. More people will watch
2: SmackDown than will watch <laughs> Hell in the Cell on uh, Peacock. Well, that speaks to a bigger fucking problem, doesn't it? It
1: does. Especially we you recognize you're going to get paid for SmackDown. People will be paying you for well, not a them pay-per-view. Directly
2: anymore. Not them directly anymore. You can still order it
1: on cable and fucking thousands of people do.
2: <sighs> well, not if they lose their fucking main event. <laughs> so,
1: What the fuck is even happening anymore? By the way, Match was fine. On its Smackdown. It went 16 minutes, which means eight of it were commercials. Yeah. And Roman Reigns wins clean with his guillotine choke. Jimmy John Uso comes out to celebrate with Roman. Rey Mysterio starts to get up on his feet. So he beats down Rey again and chokes him out again. Okay. So Rey got treated like an absolute fucking chump.
2: Isn't he currently one half of your SmackDown tag team champions as with well? His
1: son Dominic, who who uh, the week before got power bombed outside of the ring, by uh, right, and yeah. by that I mean inside to outside of the ring. Sure, uh, which right. they called one... back on uh, Friday with uh, Roman doing it uh, from the ring into the side of the cage. Pretty sure it was a crash pad that they didn't show, but still, he power bombed yeah. Ray from inside the ring into the cage. And Ray Eight floor. Not a bad well, bump for a 50-something-year-old man.
2: Well, at least they were smart enough to not show the crash pad.
1: Yes. Yes. <laughs> but, hey, Chris, it's okay. They, what they did on SmackDown on Tuesday was they added two more matches to the show and made one match that was not a Hell in a Cell match, a Hell in a Cell match. They added Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens. In Hell in a Cell? Not in Hell in a Cell,
2: just okay. as a match. They like, didn't added, they just have a blow-off match at WrestleMania?
1: Yeah, they did, but you see, okay. there was a match between Apollo Crews, or maybe it was, no, it was Commander Aziz and Kevin Owens. Sami Zayn cost him the match, so they decided to have a match at the pay-per-view. Okay. We're running Cesaro versus Seth Rollins again, and uh, Bailey versus Bianca Belair is now a Hell in the Cell match. That wasn't a Hell in the Cell before? It was not before uh, Friday, no. So it's a six-match card Cesaro versus Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn, Alexa Bliss versus Shayna Baz- uh, uh, Shana- Shana Baszler, uh-huh. who uh, spent the final segment of Raw on Monday in a low budget horror film, uh, Bianca Belair versus Bailey for the SmackDown Women's Championship in Hell in a Cell, Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair in a match for the Raw Women's Championship, and then Bobbert Lasciarelli defending the Raw Men's Championship against drew mcintyre in a last chance hell in the cell match
2: is uh does the winner of the rhea ripley charlotte flair uh match get a uh,
1: probably hundred
2: fifty dollar gift card to hot topic as well (laughs) because no they get
1: a gift card but it's to a surgeon
2: that uh do they accept gift cards that's uh (laughs) it's a fine gift you know, can uh, we, can we, can I buy them on Amazon and just send them to her Twitter or something like that? Uh, wow. Okay. Sure. That's a card. That is yeah, a card yeah, of that, matches. That is, that is a card. And you, some of it might be good. Some of Fresh it has matches. a chance of being very good. Uh, I'm going to
1: say five of those six matches could actually be very good, on, like on paper.
2: Do you think they, so now is it, is it, uh, Big Bobbert Lasciarelli and uh and Drew Drewy Drew Mac headlining do you think they give uh um Bailey and um Bianca Belair the Triple B match the uh the, the main event spot
1: I think Bailey and Bianca kick off the show in a cell. and Okay and, uh Drew and, and Bobbert uh they finish the show in the cell
2: and then Shayna Baszler gets defeated by Alexa Bliss in T minus you know minute 30
1: Uh if that match has an actual finish and is not just some sort of random sp- sp- snuff film
2: some kind of uh spooky low rent theater
1: yes yes yeah
2: wow man this this whoo that shit sucks well <laughs>
1: let's talk about a series of bad ideas followed by another series of bad ideas new japan pro wrestling last week we were all aflutter all excited Hell yeah. With Shingo Takagi becoming the IWGP World Heavyweight Champion and his first challenger is going to be Kota Ibushi, which Mm -hmm. sounds awesome. However, that will be headlining a fucking Tokyo Dome show on July 25th in the middle of the fucking Olympics.
2: Oh, no, that's right. Well, maybe they're hoping uh, some people want to skip the, um, you know, the two hundred meter butterfly and and go see uh, Shingo and Koda in the dome. Uh, I would, I would much rather see Shingo and Koda in the Tokyo Dome.
1: I would love to see that. However, I, I don't know who in their right mind during this COVID era of Tokyo, Japan would want to go anywhere when there's thousands of people wandering around for the Games. And I don't mean tourists for the Games. I mean, literally, there's just thousands of people who aren't normally there because of the Games.
2: Yeah, and uh, why isn't the Tokyo Dome being used for actual Olympic events during this time?
1: Excellent question. You would think (laughs) that it could be used for something. But then... (laughs) Okay. Then, in September... They're going to the fucking MetLife Dome and Saitama for back-to-back shows uh, September 4th and September 5th. Okay. Which, again, is a, like, 30,000-seat
2: venue in September. Uh, maybe they're hoping that people are just ready to get out of the houses. I don't fucking know. I I, I don't know, man. They they really seem to be uh, shooting higher than they're, you know, they're aiming... There is an old adage, okay? Uh, high school parties, you know, you you don't go for the hot girl, the highest achieved, you know, the the the, the top of the ladder situation. Um, Gotta get some reps in. You, well, not only that, you you aim for like the you know the the sevens and eights because they're more attainable. <laughs> um,
1: uh, I, I I hate to say it, but uh, my friends and I in high school called that the wounded gazelle theory. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you put a name to it yeah. okay all right but yes significantly the same um <laughs> the wounded gazelle uh yeah I, I, I don't have to be uh faster than the lion chasing me i just have to be faster than you who's running beside me uh that that sort of situation there yeah yes. um they're aiming too high here they um are. you know it's the summer uh summer struggle shows last year the jingu stadium sort of thing um that that kind of worked two days in a row because everybody was spaced out and it was you know right after they returned the show so they were hoping to get some you know a, a good amount of people and they i think they had a decent turnout for what they were set up for yeah, uh,
1: it, yeah was, they, it was it was an they,
2: interesting they aesthetic did well for what they're set up for
1: but they also had multiple attractions
2: Yeah, they
1: they had a number of matches people wanted to see right now after they do Shingo versus Kota. What do they have that is at that level?
2: I mean, aren't they doing? Oh, God, this isn't even at that level, but they're doing a program between the uh, the techers and Naito and Sonata, which sounds like it should
1: headline the the fucking and Hall.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Maybe they're hoping Hiromu will be back by then. Uh, that's the closest thing I can think of. Um, aside from any kind of maybe they're maybe they've got some forbidden door action. Um, well, they certainly
1: know. won't have it in September because that's when all out is happening.
2: OK. All right. So that goes that out the window. Um, yeah, I don't I don't I don't I know, man. <laughs>
1: but if that wasn't the- enough last night, they announced that New Japan is running their first show in the United States uh in front of fans and ages saturday august fourteenth they will be at the torch at LA Coliseum which is a new concert venue they're literally going to be the second show in the venue. Oh wow okay uh, the night before is the kickoff show uh headlined by little Wayne uh oh,
2: Lil Lil Wayne little, Little Wayne Little Wayne oh Wayne you tiny little fellow you uh is the block still hot Wayne and and this is the <laughs> roster that
1: they are expecting to fill a 5,000-seat venue. J.R. Kratos, TJP, Chris Dickinson, Brody King, Leo Rush, who also what? got announced for MCW oh, yeah. this past weekend.
2: Yeah, but I feel like that might be in a non-working situation yeah, because yeah. of his injury.
1: He, he might announce he's vacating the belt. We'll see. Right. Um, <laughs> Fred Rosser, uh Hiccolo, uh, Alex Coughlin Clark Connors Carl Fredericks Red Narita Hell yeah Shota Umino Shota, David Finley Juice Robinson Carl Anderson Doc Gallows Tom Lawler Jay White and John Moxley
2: So the New Japan Strong LA Dojo people Yes Finjuice, Juice Mox and Jay White And the Good Brothers and well, the, the, the boys, they're, they're being lumped into New Japan strong because they're doing a tag yeah, team turmoil tag team sort, sort of yeah. thing, uh tournament. Um, and they're, they're a part of it. So Good Brothers currently working for three companies at one time, uh, mm-hmm. which I guess mm-hmm. make that money, guys. Um, hold on. Just a quick sidetrack on the Good Brothers a minute. Were they charging a hundred fucking dollars a ticket at Jimmy's last weekend?
1: Uh, they might have been. I I did not look at the pricing because I was not interested.
2: What the fuck, people? Are you giving them a hundred dollars for that? I'm sorry. Um, wow. I I'm pretty sure I saw a a poster with that price on it, and my did, jaw jo- did dropped include to the like
1: floor. um. A photo or an autograph.
2: It better have included like uh, unlimited crab cakes and crab legs shoved up my pee hole for you know as long <laughs> as I wanted them to. I crab
1: mean, legs, you know? game. If you can get it, like fucking charge it, but.
2: Uh, doofa doofa. No but for the people game. who paid it, I'm like, you know, yeah, save your money, guys. <laughs> no, nah,
1: uh, personally, anyway. I just saw that that event. And I just went.
2: <clears throat> Like, I don't yeah no me that. too that is not my I, hey i would have liked to meet rocky romero uh but yeah. uh outside of that oof, yeah that is not my speed anyway um back to the la coliseum torch uh situation there yes. i feel like this is just the first wave announcement uh I'm i thinking... have heard some rumblings that tana's coming over okay all right, well, even i'm still, thinking... five thousand people does not this show make? No, no, no. But I'm thinking this is where eventually, and I don't know why it hasn't been um, said anything about it yet. I feel like this is where some kind of AEW help comes in. They already got Mox on the show. So. They got Mox on the show, uh, which, you know, uh, Tony Khan originally said he would not do. And that forbidden door has been opened. Yeah. Uh, maybe Kenta pops up to help uh, move some tickets. And then maybe you get yeah. somebody else from it. Maybe uh, one Kenneth Omega pops up. Maybe, but still, or the Bucks I don't or, or that something.
1: Gonna,
2: I mean, I'm trying to think
1: outside of MSG.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm trying to think what, like you know, the Los Angeles shows they did. You know, the ones that were headlined
2: by the like, Cow like, Palace. Ones.
1: Yeah, the Cow Palace or the the what was it, the Pyramid in um, mm-hmm. Santa Clara Long or Beach. whatever it was, Long Beach. Yeah, like I think those did like two, three thousand people and that was prior to a global pandemic when people felt okay going to places yeah well <laughs> you know and I think that was doing okay <laughs> okada tana nido the bull, omega full elite bullet East, Club, yeah yeah, yeah it, it was fucking everybody and you know your your top three guys on this are Mox, who admittedly is a draw, mm-hmm. Jay White, who yeah he headlined uh, MSG technically, but still, and right. fucking Tom Lawler is in your three spot in your list.
2: Uh yeah, I
1: I, I got nothing against Filthy Tom, like
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> good dude, but oof,
2: bit fun, of a stretch, man. bit of yeah. a stretch.
1: Yeah, I I, I don't know, but. They're not the only company with aspirations to go to big venues this week. If they can pull it off, AEW's New York City debut in the Arthur Ashe Stadium, primarily used for tennis Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. this coming September, uh, will be in front of 19,000 people.
2: It's a lot of people.
1: It is is a lot of people. I mean – they were supposed to be at the providence center uh for um blood and guts mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. they're going to be going back to or they're actually going to be going to rather the right. week before this uh dynamite grand slam show how far away is
2: rochester from um queens oh, um it's
1: it's significant like okay it right. is a pretty significant uh distance between the two
2: new york's a big state
1: yes um but uh you know, I think that's at least 10 to 12,000 people for that show. I don't know how many are going to be like, let's settle up and (laughs) especially on Wednesday night. Let's, let's go be part of 19,000 at a fucking tennis stadium. I could be wrong. Maybe, maybe they'll like, you know, absolutely blow up. And like, this is, this is sort of a tipping point for AEW, but um, that, that is a bold move. Uh, Not, not that I think that they can't do it. I just think, at least based off of, you know, the first few Dynamite live taping ticket sales, mm-hmm. maybe aim a little lower. Uh, well, I, I, unless they're going to, like, stack the shit out of it, which they kind of have to at this
2: point. I'm sure they will. And also, this I mean, this is their first foray up there. Uh, yeah. To this point, I think the farthest north they've gone is baltimore have they had they done philly? They, they did
1: boston they did philly they did boston
2: they did boston yeah okay. like the
1: first three dynamites were dc philly and boston
2: oh okay all right you're right fair enough yeah. anyway uh, but this is our first time in the new york area yeah yeah uh for for dynamite uh so i feel I feel like it's gonna get a good a good push a good uh a good card a lot of promotion yeah. um advertising i i feel like maybe not a sellout, but I it's feel a very like
1: cool looking venue. I'll give them that.
2: I'm looking so. forward to seeing the aesthetic, how they set it up and everything like yeah. that. I, th- I think it's, I, th- I think it's possible for them to get a good crowd in there. Yeah. Is what I'm saying.
1: Yeah. I, 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 I hope it goes well. Um Also on the AEW front, uh congrats from the rough house to uh, the, the Moxley family uh, as John and Renee brought their baby girl. And then uh, just within a few days, Cody and Brandy had their child continue their legacy of stealing the heat of someone else by uh, Liberty <laughs> being born just a few days after Nora.
2: Liberty Runnels.
1: Liberty Run- Liberty Biberty.
2: Man, dude really leans into that American gimmick there now, huh?
1: Oof.
2: Doofa. Um, Look, uh, you know, kids' names these days, and I know I sound like an old man shouting at a cloud, but... At least it wasn't Aiden or Jaden or Kaden? My nephew is Aiden, and I love my nephew to death. And I said this to my sister. I was like, You named your kid a stupid name. and I, <laughs> I, I still hate the name, but I love my nephew. Uh, but yeah, I still and, hate and that you name. you love the
1: player. Well, you hate, hate the name. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Son of a bitch. But uh, Dynamite was on Friday as we continue in this weird holding pattern uh, before. Oh, man. Before the
2: these Friday shows are killing me.
1: Yeah. Um, well, good news is this next week is Saturday, and yeah. I have a prediction about that show, which I'm, I'm going to share in a moment. Oh, uh, oh, but the oh. show kicked off with an MMA cage fight between Jake Hager and Wardlow, <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, that match um, very polarizing on these here internets.
2: Okay, all right. What's what's the? Uh, I mean, obviously, I, I know where people one way or the other. Yes. But where did where did you stand? Because I really did not enjoy it too much.
1: I thought it was fun, and then Wardlow got blown up, and he had the weakest ground and pound I've ever seen in my entire life.
2: Agreed. Yeah. Like
1: I, I they hit the aesthetic well. Um, you know, like for them doing a faux MMA fight, they did everything right. Sure. But yeah then War the Glow performance was, not was able to keep up
2: yeah you can't you can't hide the uh hide the negatives as yes. well yes. in a uh worked shoot uh, you know it's, yeah. it's 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 a lot tougher in that atmosphere to make it look real and they sure as hell you know weren't gonna do any kind of brawl for all real m m a sort of match, no, which no, 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 no. you know I actually would have enjoyed a fair amount more. I was also uh, a
1: little disappointed that Wardlow didn't have different gear for the MMA match, MMA okay, fight. Right. I was kind of hoping he would not wear his singlet just, like he'd have like just some trunks. sponsors.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure the ladies watching one of that as well.
1: I mean, fuck, why isn't he wearing like uh trunks with like State Farm insurance and you know, all the other E.E.W. Yeah? sponsors on it?
2: That's a that's a fair point. That's a good question. Um yeah, you The, the aesthetic, they did nail, you know, the cage looked good aside from the um, apron coming up at one point in the corner. Uh, Ref was, uh, Aubrey was decked out in like a a black, uh, black shirt with the AEW logo and a different, different kind of style there. Um, You know, they have a cameraman up on the cage. It it, it looked like an MMA match. If you
1: were flipping through the channels, you would have thought it was MMA. And then you would have looked closely and went, oh, that's fake. (laughs)
2: Right, (laughs) then you would have seen Wardlow trying to throw a punch here and even like you know some of like the transition stumbly sort of wait for the next the guy to hit his next move sort of thing it it showed a lot more here than it would if it was a an actual wrestling match so you know uh, I think they accomplished what they were going for Mm -hmm. there a couple cracks showed the feud must continue Continue. yeah Um, you know but I feel like I'm finally getting something out of this that I wanted, which is they're finally going to end up doing MJF versus Sammy. Because uh, after the match, MJF came out uh, to attack um, Hager, and then Jericho got involved, and Sammy came out for the save. And then, yes. you know, the, the continuing back and forth, which sometimes is cringe, sometimes is good to watch on Twitter between MJF and Sammy. Uh, I'm just happy they're finally getting to this match because it seemed like this was. You know, the whole thing of when it was it was Sammy versus MJF when MJF Mm -hmm. was a part of the inner circle and they really kind of went macro instead of micro here. And I feel like the micro of Sammy versus MJF more so than Jericho versus MJF is where the feud needed to go. And I'm happy they're finally fucking getting there.
1: I'm happy they're getting there. But my concern is because this is going to be on um, the June 30th edition of Dynamite, the the farewell to Daily's Place uh, Mm. edition. Uh, My concern is this is being used as a stepping stone to build MJF versus Jericho. I'm sure they will,
2: uh, because I guess money-wise, Jericho's a hell of a lot more of a draw than Sammy Guevara. I get that. Yeah,
1: but I I think you could have used an MJF-Jericho match to build to MJF-Sammy.
2: Yeah, because yeah. you have you have the injured arm right there built in, so you yeah. just have MJF destroy the arm uh, even more so than he did post match uh, this week. So then you know Sammy Guevara looks like the avenging angel coming in to save his uh, right. you know tag team partner, the sex god, uh, you know co the sex god guy. Yeah, uh, but yeah, uh, you're you're probably right, but I, for me, this is the crux of the of the feud.
1: Yeah. Uh, also, during that beatdown, uh, a whole bunch of officials got involved, including Dino Machino, Dean Malenko, who got <laughs> decked hard by yeah. MKF. a 60 year old Dean Malenko with, with Parkinson's. Parkinson's taking yeah. a flat back bump on television. The second most shocking flatback bump of the week. Number one, going to Ted DiBiase taking one. When yeah. uh, Eli Drake turned on him on Tuesday, so uh, you got
2: to um, pay for those lawyer fees for your son's uh, legal yeah. prep. So the the um, olds are taking bumps this week as well. Yeah. Also, <laughs> fucking uh, Aubrey kind of got smushed in the scrum uh, at the pull apart at the end of that match. Yeah. If you if you're looking like Hager and Warlow were both like laying on top of her, uh, fighting around, and Aubrey's like, oh, get these fucking guys off of me. <laughs> I felt I felt a little bad for her there, but sh- she's tough. She can handle it.
1: We had a 2 on 1 handicap match with Men of the Year Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky defeating Darby Allen uh, as well they should as well they should I will say though the promo the week before where Darby said you know he wanted to have the match solo without Sting one of the last things he said to Sting was I'm not stupid. Sorry bud, you are. <laughs> you're pretty stupid. <laughs> I mean look K-fav they gave Darby all the hope spots Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and I thought for a minute he was going to win, but no, he, he lost, and he lost clean as a sheet.
2: As well he should have against two guys that you're pushing as, you know, top dudes. Uh, yeah, it makes perfect sense. I, I, I enjoyed it, though. I liked yeah. watching them, you know, the uh, consecutive backbreaker spot where they just kept mm-hmm. tagging in and out and, mm-hmm. and delivering gruesome-looking backbreakers to his tiny twink body was just uh, was very, very fun to watch. Oh, I'm sorry. Am I boring you?
1: Excuse me. No, no. Just <laughs> a big yawn hit me like a fucking freight train. My apologies, to your listeners. How dare you? Yes. Um, <laughs> I got to ask you, Chris, where do you think this goes now? I don't fucking know, man. Um, I mean, I think the money is in Allen versus Paige. <sighs> but how do they get there? Do they do like some gimmick where like Scorpio and Sting are banned from ringside or Scorpio and Sting are handcuffed to each other or would. Maybe.
2: Maybe uh, Sting calls out the men of the year and then they attack Sting and then Darby has to defend Sting on her and he challenges Paige to a fight and Scorpio gets injured somehow or, yeah. or handcuff, handcuffed to the ring post. I don't Th- know.
1: This this kind of like the Cody uh, QT feud feels like it's in reverse because we already had all four guys in a tag match that the faces were right. clean. But yeah. It, it continued. So kind of weird. We had Orange Cassidy against Caesar Bononi in what was basically just a ridiculous house showy type match. It was all about the comedy, all about the big spots. Um, I thought it was super fun, including um, post match Peter Avalon uh, holding an, an unconscious Caesar Bononi in his arms yeah. as he screams to the heavens. Uh, yeah, Pieta I, I really
2: style. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> um, we had Cody Rhodes and Brock Anderson against the Factory of QT Marshall and Aaron Solo. Um, uh, speaking of polarizing, the internet seems to fucking hate Brock Anderson. I don't know why. I thought he was fine. Like I don't think he was like a, a super rookie or anything, but I thought he looked perfectly competent.
2: He was fine. Yeah, he you know he got the the spots in he was supposed to get in. Um. You know, it, it not super polished. Um, yeah. But I feel like that will come in time. You know, a lot of people we see on Dynamite, Jade Gargoyle, um, have good showings but aren't super polished. Uh, so, but she is that bitch though. So at least she has that going for her. Yes. Um, but yeah, I, I
1: didn't. I think. The... By the way, I think they're becoming self-aware on those promos. Uh,
2: I'm not. I'm not 100 convinced yet. <laughs>
1: come uh, on, <laughs> Mark Sterling talking about how you know they're gonna have offer code that bitch. I mean, it's that made me chuckle.
2: It was it was okay. Uh I'm still not on board with that. But yeah. uh but yeah, the the the, the Brock Canister stuff was was fine, you know. I just I said the, the baby blue uh, the powder blue trunks um, don't really hide the uh, the sweat that well so you yes. really saw the uh, the swamp ass come through a Brock Anderson at the end there which yeah. was kind of funny to see.
1: Now of course everybody's talking about you know how proud uh, Arn is of his son. I just want to say for the record I never saw Arn get excited about CW Anderson and I think this is some <laughs> bullshit.
2: Uh
1: I didn't think Arn
2: could get excited.
1: (laughs) Andrade El Idolo had a sit-down interview with JR. Uh, Mm -hmm. I thought this was very good, but um, if anyone in the editing room is listening, I will pay you 50 American dollars for a Google Drive link to all of the the, – Cut footage of
2: JR going, What the hell he's saying? <laughs> uh, why don't this boy speak American? <laughs> <laughs> you
1: know that there's got to be so many bits where Andrade cuts like this eloquent, you know, half English, half Spanish, pro- which I yeah. liked, by the way. I liked him fading yeah, out no, of English. The and
2: hybrid promo worked. But,
1: but then there's this awkward silence, and JR goes, What? What? <laughs>
2: <laughs> i don't know He <laughs> he's, he's say something about a burrito in there i don't know yeah <laughs> tony uh, what am i supposed to work with here <laughs> man uh,
1: i i thought it was very good i thought it made andrade come off
2: like a star which i was thought andrade great. was great yes
1: <laughs> Put it um, down. what do you think the surprise is
2: i don't fucking know
1: i saw some people saying it might be Zelina, but i'm like why the fuck would vicky bring in Zelina? Although Vicky has had some questionable decision making, as we will uh, get to, yeah, um, no, she
2: has. Uh, I, I don't know what the surprise will be. Yeah. I mean, you kind of built it up to be like somebody else coming in, but yeah. I don't know who that would who that would be.
1: Look, he wants to bring uh, Roosh and Dragon Lee and everybody else in. I'm fucking game. Like,
2: man, you bring that. in Dragon Lee and I'm fucking yeah. pants to the wall. Yeah, stuck.
1: Penelope Ford had a match with Julia Hart where basically I just kept texting Chris, how the fuck is Julia Hart 19?
2: Yeah.
1: I mean, she was born in 2002, Chris.
2: Oh my God. Why do you you say these things? She Uh, was not
1: born when WrestleMania 17 happened.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And she, again, another one that, you know, perfectly fine in the ring, just not super polished. Uh, I'm sure, you know, she'll get there. And I feel like, uh, both of them were a little bit timing-wise. They weren't really in sync throughout yeah, the match. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah not, not uh, it super was, simpatico.
2: No, no. It was it was okay. But um yeah, I I really didn't The Indian
1: Deathlock that uh Penelope hit looked fucking sick.
2: Yes. Yeah, right. I will I will give you that. Um but I feel like this was just a way to get to the fin- uh, the post-match, yes. which is Miro coming out and destroying both Varsity Blondes, which I-, I could watch that every week.
1: Yes, and that's going to build to a um, TNT Championship match next week on Dynamite. And uh, uh, I'll tell you what uh, the, the breakdown is for um, the, next, uh, the, the next show in a moment uh, because we had uh, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, and Rebel doing a promo backstage. But Vicky Guerrero interrupted. Excuse me? Yes. And Vicky made it clear that Tony Khan owes her a favor because she brought in Andrade. And in turn, Vicky asked for a match. So, of course, you're thinking, all right. Vicky Guerrero getting that title shot. Is getting a title shot for Nyla Rose. Yeah. No, it's Rebel and Britt Baker against Nyla Rose and Vicky Guerrero for some fucking reason.
2: I I don't understand that. I tried to make sense of it, but I just I can't I can't. I don't yeah. I don't know. Uh, I don't I don't yeah. see the upside in that. Unless you're going to sacrifice her to the gods, um, you know. I, I I I got nothing on that.
1: Yeah, uh, very weird. But but uh, even weirder is so that was announced for June thirtieth. Okay. So the next dynamite is June twenty sixth. That's a Saturday night. And mm-hmm. so far, all we have for that is Hangman Page versus Powerhouse Hobbs cool. and Kenny Omega versus Jungle Boy for the world title. Okay. For the 30th, which is the Farewell to Daly's Place, we've got Miro versus Brian Pillman Jr. for the TNT title. Okay. MJF versus Sammy Guevara, as we talked about before. Mm-hmm. Britt Baker, DMD, and Rebel against Nyla Rose and Vicky Guerrero. Okay. So here's my theory, Chris. Lay it on me, brother. Omega and Jungle Boy's going an hour draw.
2: Uh, an hour draw. Wow. I mean, he, uh, Jungle Boy's already done the time limit draw with Jericho. That was only like a 10-minute yeah, sitch.
1: The, and it wasn't technically a draw. The idea was he had to show he could last for 10 minutes right. with
2: Jericho. Uh, yeah, but it's essentially yeah. the same, you know.
1: It, it's it's a similar but slightly different gimmick.
2: Right. Uh, wow. Okay. Man, can you imagine all the shenanigans that are going to be booked into an hour-long uh, version of that? Uh, it, it could be
1: a lot. But I'm just looking at the fact that they've announced so little for that show, and it's a two-hour yeah. show, that...
2: Yeah,
1: they but there's still time. you still got, got a couple weeks. Days. Uh, We've got six days.
2: Oh, but that's the... Oh, that's Saturday. That's
1: Yeah, right. Saturday is just right Never now. Mind. Hangman Page versus Powerhouse Hobbs, and Omega versus Jungle Boy.
2: They'll announce something or other. Something will spawn from BTE or... they <laughs> you know, will th- have
1: a special announcement. Oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> uh. <laughs> But our main event well, of the evening was Matt Jackson and the Good Brothers against Eddie Kingston, Penta, and Frankie Kazarian. Uh, loving Frankie Kazarian as the elite hunter. Um, yeah. He's, it's working for him. It's working very well. Also, he changed his moveset. Uh, I mean, it's stuff that he did uh, back in the day. But like mm-hmm. he's doing different moves than when he was in SCU and even when he was working singles matches in SCU. Um, also, he cut a hell of a promo earlier on in the night. Yeah, uh, I, I really, really enjoyed that. This again was very sort of how showy because it was about you know the the faces getting the comeuppance on the heels and then you know some sort of wackadoo finish. In this instance, uh, Nick Jackson, who was not in the match, uh, and did not come out with the guys, he did a surprise run in and cost the uh the finish and, and yeah, so on. but
2: um, which is a shame because Penta had to eat a pin, but. yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, look, of the three
2: guys right now, I think he's the one that could eat the pin. I mean, yeah, you don't want to you don't want the elite hunter to lose a match to somebody of the elite right now.
1: Right. Right. And they got to keep Kingston hot for whenever Mox comes back.
2: Yeah, so, I get it. But still a shame. Yeah. You hate to see it.
1: No, I'm, I'm I'm I understand where you're coming from, especially as a homer from way back for Penta. But um, I thought all in all it was a good match. But man, the second hour of these Friday night shows are rough. I'm old, man.
2: Staying up till midnight these days—that's uh, a—that's that's, that's a big ask. It's, it's not a easy. Big ask.
1: I, I'm I'm suddenly very happy that Rampage is only an hour.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm with you on that. Uh, ah, man. I don't know. It's a lot. They're putting out a lot of a uh, a lot of, a lot of content now.
1: Well, it sounds like it's going to be less real soon because um, Elevation is supposed to be taped prior to uh, to Dynamite. And um, with the exception of pay-per-view weekends, Rampage will be taped after Dynamite.
2: What about Regular Dark?
1: Regular Dark, Tony Khan, uh, he did an interview with, I think it was, um, uh, what's the Sirius XM show? Busted Open? Busted Open, yes. He did an interview with them and he's apparently going to obtain a compound, quote unquote, to film Dark at. Okay, so I guess they might be returning to the uh, the Atlanta warehouse where they filmed Uh, back in April. I don't know.
2: Okay, I mean I don't watch Dark anyway, so
1: yeah, yeah, and and I'm with you unless there's something worth watching, or you know, where I'm specifically told you should check this out. do I really watch it. Um, Okay, but uh, yeah, it's 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 going to be different, I think, and I also don't think they're going to be like two hour. two and a half hour sure shows moving forward. yeah I 30
2: match darts
1: yeah i don't think we're gonna have that anymore that that was more about like getting guys reps during reps, the pandemic yeah. now because they're gonna be in front of fans less matches but probably higher quality so
2: okay all right um,
1: yeah so we'll we'll see how that plays out uh really though excited for saturday and excited for AEW to sort of ramp back up into things it'll be very interesting between the april releases and uh the may releases Uh, who Mm -hmm. pops up between now and all out. Yeah. Um, I mean, not just within AEW, but TNA is saying some people show up at Slammiversary. So yeah, uh, very intriguing to see how all this plays out.
2: So I know, I know you think you're going to have a Broadway for, for JB and, and Omega. Is there any, do you see any possibility of jungle boy winning here? No, no, not even. I I, I genuinely
1: do not. I would love to come on here next week and be shocked. Mm hmm. Um, but I, I think he's still in chase mode versus rain mode. I, I, I don't think, I don't think Jungle Boy's there yet. I think we'll yeah, see him as TNT champion
2: sooner than we see him as world champion. Yeah, you're probably right. But again, you know, it's my uh, broken record of Jungle Boy here is when's he going to get the big fucking win? No, he, no, he, I, I
1: get it. At, at a point, I mean. AEW has sort of the inverse problem that WWE has. WWE, everyone gets a turn with the belt. Right. In AEW, there's a lot of people who could get a turn with the belt who haven't and might not ever. Yeah. I mean, you know, the window will be closing on guys uh, with with a long enough period of time. Like, uh, I I don't think we're going to see AEW World Champion pack. I I, I think that was an option at a point. I think... (sighs) I could say this. I think Penta and Phoenix need to sign on for more than a year at a time if they want to taste a belt.
2: (laughs) Yeah, but I I would – even for a tag match or a tag title, like it would be a great disservice to your tag titles to not have Penta and Phoenix in your lineage of tag team champions.
1: No disagreement, but right now I'm still sitting here wondering, when Lord win, when is it going to be Proud and Powerful's time?
2: I know. I know. Uh, have they even had a proper match with FTR?
1: No, no. They, they, they're they building to one. Like they did a well, yeah. video promo this week.
2: The promo is great, by the
1: way, for both uh, both sides. Yeah, we might see that at um, one of the, the live shows coming up because, you know, we've got, um, what's it? Beach Blast and... Fighter Fest and Fighter Fight, for Fest, Fight for the
2: Fallen.
1: Yeah, like we've got yeah. four weeks of special shows for the live shows back. I'm right. sure it's going to be on one of those.
2: So what you're saying is I shouldn't... Hold my breath for AEW World Heavyweight Champion Marco Stunt anytime soon. (laughs) No, that's a no. We're out. That's a
1: no. The Rough House Podcast is a weekly podcast fueled by coffee, pizza rolls, and the stench of dirty litter boxes. Follow Christoph and Marty on Twitter at RoughHouseSGW, at Facebook.com slash Podcast, and at Patreon.com slash Podcast for early access to episodes, exclusive podcasts, Rough House Redo's, and Rough House Divided movie trivia games. New episodes drop every single Monday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, and wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Subscribe,
0: motherfuckers! This is the, the Rough House podcast. Uh, podcast with Justin and Christoph. That's it. Fuck Kristoff. He's terrible with his information. Okay. Hey, this is The Rock. Shut your mouth, Bronies and listen up, because this is the Rough House podcast with
1: Marty and my least favorite man on the planet, Christoph.
0: The preceding presentation was brought to you by The Realm Network. This is WWE Chairman Vince McMahon. Well, the whole be a star thing didn't pan out. So be a dick. Bounce that little shit's head off a locker. How about a swirly, you little four-eyed bitch? Oh, is that your asthma inhaler? It's mine now. Oh, looks you got a big tray full of food. It's up in the air. Be a dick. Oh, that kid can't afford the same type of clothing that you have? The high-end, fashionable stuff all the popular kids are wearing? Yank his headgear out! Be a dick! You don't play sports? What a little bitch! Smack him in the ass and pull his underwear over his head! Be a dick! Oh, look at the little math genius, the math lead, trying to take wee wee number one with your little candy corn dick, time for a swirly, drinking your own little peanut dick juices, dork, be a dick!